Spellbound is a fantastical, actual play, D&D podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress, played by Lydia Miller. Felix, do you normally have dragons in Wonder Trundle? Delalia, the elven ranger, played by Kelsey Botwinick Caruza. Trees and, you know, el- just elf stuff. That... Felix, the gnome fighter, played by Rebecca Munoz. I, I could have sworn I mentioned I had a sister. And me, your dungeon master, Emma Carter. Welcome, listeners. Although we look like we might be a child-friendly podcast, Spellbound contains adult language and themes. See the content warning in the episode notes. Spellbound is made possible by our fantastic patrons on Patreon. A big thank you to our top-tier patrons, The Dude, The Parkers, Laura Carter, Julie Vaughn, Ryan Botwinick-Caruza, and Sean-Pierre Ringgold. Aside from our eternal love, Our beautiful patrons get to enjoy some extra goodies, like first look at some new artwork, access to our pregame chit-chat, a.k.a. Rated RPG, a podcast within a podcast, and some sweet Spellbound merch. Top-tier donors also get one gifted avatar from player and artist, Rebecca. So if you want in, consider becoming a patron today. I hope everyone is keeping warm. If you're in the United States right now, you'll know it's been pretty damn cold this week, like negative nine degrees Fahrenheit here in the Midwest. And a lot of people have been without power or went without power for a while. So if that happened to you, I'm sorry. I hope it came back or comes back soon. One last announcement before we dive in. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, February the 21st, Ghostlight RPGs is kicking off Pitfalls and Ponies a My Little Pony Dungeons & Dragons crossover campaign. And when I say Ghostlight RPGs, I mean Kelsey, Rebecca, myself, and a bunch of other wonderful artists who we love, including Justin, who was a guest on this podcast not too long ago. If you enjoy Spellbound, please consider cantering your way over to the Ghostlight RPGs Twitch channel on Sunday and say hi. Again, it's going to be this Sunday, February the 21st, 2021, at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash ghostlightrpgs. When last we left our heroes, tensions were high as a storm raged outside, and Princess Thea spent some quality time with a spooky ghost. After being possessed, attacking her friends, and almost dying again, Princess Thea was saved by the teamwork of Delalia and Felix. And the next day, our heroes continued their journey to Wonder Trundle, Felix's hometown. However, as they approached, they heard a large, throaty roar echo throughout the mountains. What dangers await them in Wonder Trundle? Let's find out. I will see you in the story. So do you guys want to jump on Yeah, in? so we Please. have traveled a bunch of miles. Have we already traveled? Are, are we in Wonder... Oh, no, we have traveled eight hours towards Wonder Trundle, yes? Yes. And there was a th- yeah, so loud, throaty roar. 
That's a doer. So I believe, yes, yes. So you guys, you woke up, you traveled a day's worth of travel, loud 30 roar, correct. Um, and Kelsey, you've uh, retconned your short rest and you have however many hit points you want to have cool. moving forward. Awesome, perfect. So, uh, so yeah, you guys, uh, you made camp in the little hole in the mountainside. You found a little cavern that you could sleep in. Uh, although Delelia did not sleep, she stayed up, did not even meditate. She wanted to protect her friends. So the next day, you uh, took down the tent, you packed up, and you headed towards Wonder Trundle. Uh, it was a, actually a, a sunny day when you woke up. It was a lovely day for traveling. The sun was shining, no clouds in the sky. Um, things were pretty peaceful, and you didn't you didn't run into anything. Nothing suspicious. Nothing tried to attack you. And as you are uh, approaching Wonder Trundle, so up ahead you hear a large throaty roar. You see that there are two paths ahead of you. They split off. In, the path that you're on kind of splits off into two directions. One leads towards the left, where Felix, you know, the left is where Wonder Trundle will be found. But that's also where the loud roar is coming from. And the right path leads up, up off into the mountains. What do you do? Uh, um, okay. What was that? Mm -hmm. Did anybody else hear? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I heard that. Is that... Definitely heard that. Do you typically have loud throaty roars in your... No? Okay. No. So I think we do have a situation. Yeah. Uh... Uh... Shoot. Wait, you said, Emma, did you say that there's one of the paths goes, like, seems like it goes toward it and one doesn't? Or just they go to separate directions? So, the left path, uh, this is Felix saying it, okay, so the left path goes to Wonder Trundle, but that is, seems to be directly where the loud noise is coming from, or we could go to the right, which takes us into the mountains. Um, Felix, isn't well, your we, family we in go, there? We should... Yeah, protect your family. We are. Um, that was little. just a... Oh, very little. Um, yeah, we 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 have. Mm, I guess suit up. We need to. Yeah, let's suit up. Put on your magic yeah. garb. Yep. Mm -hmm. Magic armor up. Wait, do you want me to actually sparkles? cast magical armor? Because that's. No, should you do that? Because you've been really dying. Spell slot. Yeah, you've been you've been die a lot lately. Uh -huh. In like the well, past twenty four hours, it, it was twice. Can we check it <laughs> out first is, before I, I think, use up some yeah. of my energy. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was really smooth. Okay, <laughs> that was so smooth. Okay, so um, the most just smoothest. Um, okay, uh, let's let's head towards Wonder Trundle. Yep. But um, we're let, let's just be very cautious. Everybody, keep your eyes open, and if you see something, let the team know, but stay low, okay? okay? Stay low, don't get seen. So, stay um... Low. So, let's, let's approach this in the same vein as the last time we approached something seemingly big and unseen and be very okay. cautious this time. Um, I feel like we were pretty cautious last Let's be time. careful. 
Any thoughts on... You said this isn't normal. Okay. Can we yep. roll a perception we check? And we will defend them. Can we perceive yeah, what let's that roll. is? Hey, that's a great idea. Or yeah. maybe an insight just to see if we know what it is. Well, as of right now, you guys can't see anything. You just heard the roar. So if you want to percept, you will need to move a little bit closer just so you can kind of see with what you're what you're dealing with oh, here. Oh, yeah, we can okay, do that. Can we stealthily okay. move towards the noise? Yeah, well, yeah, let's make let's make our way towards the town. Let's not head directly towards the noise. Um uh yeah, so let, shall shall we? Everybody okay. roll a stealth check. Uh it's better okay. than I was expecting, honestly. Lauren did not <laughs> That was Delalia. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's weird. That's cute. So Delalia got a six, Felix got a 17, and Princess Thea got a 12. Uh, so Felix, you are familiar with this terrain. Mm-hmm. This is where you grew up. So I, it's pretty easy for you to carefully, swiftly move your way down the path. Um, you are smaller, too, and that makes it a little bit easier to stay unseen. Princess Thea, you're also a little bit smaller, and I think you probably are following after Felix. You step on a couple twigs here and there, but uh, for the most part, you're being pretty sneaky. Delelia, you're just tired. You stayed up all night because you wanted to protect your friends, and unfortunately, that's left you feeling exhausted. And so you do your best to remain stealthy, but you just find yourself making beginner-level mistakes that you know Delelia knows better. But she's just tired and struggling I just have like finger symbols on all my fingers (laughs) (laughs) so as you guys are moving down uh, you're actually moving down uh, down the mountain down closer towards the the valley itself Um, and as you round the bend you hear another throaty roar deep and rumbly and you see As you approach, you see a big, green-scaled, spiky dragon. (gasps) The dragon is about 20 feet tall with big red eyes. It raises its head back as it roars, shooting a stream of fire into the air as smoke curls upward from its nostrils. Felix, do you normally have dragons in Wonder Trumpet? Is this this a typical dragon? This is new, uh, and like Felix, just like, uh, is there is there any place that they can get anything they can get behind, like some large rocks or something? Oh yeah, no, there's plenty of hilly, rocky areas in here. It's not very flat. So uh, Felix is gonna get behind the biggest rock he can and kind of like <laughs> wave them over, like get down, get down, uh-huh. don't let it see you. Thea's gonna run over that. there, and she's gonna she's gonna look at Dashing, who is in his in his little bunny Bjorn. Um, and she's gonna be like, I have to leave you here because you're very, very flammable, and I don't want you to be on fire. What you're gonna leave me here by myself? Yeah, just stay put. It'll be fine. Stay behind the rock, and and it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. Uh, wait, what are you doing? You're not gonna go closer. I to don't that know thing, yet. I have to figure it out. I just wanted to let you know. You know what? I don't. Yeah, why do I even try and tell you the plan? I'm sh- sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a perception check. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Yeah, perception. Lord. <laughs> what do you have any suggestions? 
this is sort of your area. Um, will you, let's, let's roll a perception check for Lauren. Lauren also yeah. wants to percept. Sophia got an 11. Felix got an 8. No, I rolled initiative as Lauren. Forget that. <laughs> I'm getting to know Lauren, him. no. Lauren, no. Stop. <laughs> he just dives in. He okay. grabs him by the tail. Is, he just skitters over the, the rock. 18, <laughs> is the 18 to Lady or is the 18 for Lauren? Lauren. So, okay, the, so his say Lauren right here. I, why am I pointing at it like you can see my screen? <laughs> Guys, I need to go to bed. Uh, now I feel sort of like a little racist for asking Lauren about the dragon. No, no, it's it's not that. See, that's a weird thing in like D&D because there are dragon born and there are dragons. But it's and like pseudo dragons and they're pseudo dragons. But you're right, though. Lauren is a dragon and that would be within his like He's a dragon. his scope. So, as you are uh, inspecting this terrifying dragon, uh, Felix, you are just, you're just, you're scared. You are shaken in your boots. You've never seen a dragon in person, like a real big sized dragon ever. And it's terrifying to think that this beast is right next to your hometown. So, Felix is just, he's scared. Princess Thea. Princess Thea, as you are looking at this dragon, you're also scared, but rather curious as well because you've read about dragons. And as as terrifying as it is, it's also exciting to see one in person for the first time. But as you look at it, you start to realize something kind of funny about it. And I think as you move a little bit closer, you realize that at first the dragon looked a little bit smaller because you were farther away, but it doesn't look like it's getting any bigger as you get closer to it. And Lorne, Delalia, Lorne is going to, he crawls out of your clavage, up around your shoulders and up to your head. And he sort of nuzzles your cheek and he sends you, he sends you the image of, gosh, how do I, communicating as Lorne is always fun. Uh, Lorne, he scrambles up to your shoulder and he nuzzles your cheek. And he sends you the picture of what at first appears to be a dragon, like the shadow of a dragon. And then as the camera pans out, you see that someone's hands are making a shadow puppet against the wall. And then Lauren, that memory stops. And Lauren doesn't look like Lauren is freaked out. He is not panicking at all. He's going to turn around right at that moment and look at them and say, guys, I think it's an illusion. It's a shadow puppet. <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh! So, Lauren, you meant that it's you meant that it's like a trick. Oh, you are so smart. <laughs> I don't think I've told you, you all- yet today that I love you, and I want to tell you that I love you. So, if and you all realize that Thea is correct as you look at it more closely. You can kind of see through it. It looks almost holographic. It's beautiful and fearsome, but you can tell that this isn't real. <laughs> Rebecca. Okay, so. <laughs> I feel so dumb. You're not dumb. We all thought it was real. That's uh, why we did a perception check. Yeah, but I mean, Felix is from this this area. I, like, I, mean, okay. I don't know. It was a dragon. Anywho. It could have walked here. It could have. Well, not flown, obviously. I'm fine. It's fine. (laughs) 
So how do we get this uh, fake dragon to go away? Wait, do you have someone in your town that might make fake dragons or make fake things? There's a lot of people in town who can make fake things. Oh, like um, magic and stuff. I forgot that there's like magic, that gnomes are magical. There's no magic? Gnome magic, yes. Gernumbly magic? Yeah. Specializing in illusions and disappearing. Okay, well then, okay. do you think it's probably just to keep <laughs> us out? So if we just keep going, I mean, what's what can it what can it yeah, do? Why don't you lead the way? You you do it. Do the thing that seems appropriate here. Okay. Hey DM, what's appropriate here? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Felix. Now that you know this is an illusion, you know that it can't hurt you. So. You can proceed further if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's, yeah, Felix uh, just kind of gathers up everything and just kind of sheepishly sh- shuffles up from behind the rock and continues down the path. This is actually a really uh, good sign because it means that they saw us coming, which means that they're very aware and are, have been protecting themselves. So that's great. Yep. Thea's going to pick up Dashing and put him back in the Bjorn and, and follow behind. And she's going to stare at that dragon as she's passing and kind of marvel at whoever's handiwork that is. It's very skilled. I want to interact with is, it. Is, is there any way for Felix to tell whose handiwork that is? Sure, Felix, you can roll an insight check. Uh, Delalia, how do you interact with the illusion? I... Uh, it, is it like well, when I'm I an idiot. Up, when, I, when I get up close to it, does it just go away? As you get up close to it, uh, as your party draws closer, the dragon turns its head towards you and it, it opens its mouth and smoke just like pours out of its mouth up towards the sky and you see a fireball forming in the back of its mouth. But you also can just, you still can see right through it. Like you can see the trees on the other side of it. And as it launches a fiery blast right towards your party, you guys brace for impact, but there's nothing. You don't even feel the wind. There's just an illusion. Uh, and Felix, I think you're still just too freaked out to even like be able to try and figure out whose magic this might be. But you know it must be someone who's very talented. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, Thea? she just is staring at it going, wow. Oh, like as a magic <laughs> user, yeah. That's all I wanted that to say. That makes sense. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as you guys draw closer, you actually, uh, Felix, you hear a, a familiar voice call out uh, and it says, wait a minute, is that Felix Feck? And a little figure comes out from behind another rock and you recognize Professor Glimgoff, your teacher. Oh, Felix! he was dead. No, that's the no, other one. No, that's, that's Reinhold. Oh, so sorry. So sorry, so sorry, so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> You're fine, uh, Professor. It's 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 been too long. Well, Felix, well, welcome back. Who who do you have with you there? Uh, uh these are some uh traveling companions of mine. Uh, this is Delilia of Phonatoid, and Hello. this is hi. Princess Thea of Highgarden. Nice to meet you. Highgarden. Oh. Hello, hello, welcome. Uh, here, what, let, let's have this conversation inside. And he sort of beckons you past the dragon. 
quickly, quickly that's, now. That's a beautiful illusion, by the way. I, 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 did you, did you make that? Oh, yes, yes. You know, as Felix might have told you, uh, uh, illusions are my specialty. It's what I teach at the, uh, at the Gnome Wonder Trundle Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You but, told uh, us about again, that. Hmm? So silly of me to have forgotten. And Glimgoff, I should probably tell it's, you. It's just that, you know, the names. Yes, we're very. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Felix, what does Professor Glimgoff look like? Glimgoff look like? Professor Glimgoff is a uh, rather short. He is a very small gnome. Like he's about three feet, probably. Like he's kind of a standard, like standard gnome. So he's very small. He has a very bushy beard that like practically envelops his entire face, except for these really large glasses. Um, and he wears a more stereotypical, typical uh red pointy gnome hat um they are it is actually a sign of education in the gnome community um usually it's kind of like a um you know like those those hats that people wear when they graduate i wouldn't know anything about that but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh it's like that a mortar board Mortarboard. Yeah, it's it's essentially like a mortarboard. So like he's just running around in his teacher's hat and he's got like on like some uh uh like the bright red hat is like the most like bright thing on him. Uh the rest are like standard greens and browns, but like, you know, big big uh kind of flowy cloak that, you know, has lots of pockets in it and um uh yeah, just just kind of a just kind of a professorly looking man. Did you guys watch David the Gnome? Nope. No. No. It's such a good show. You would love it. It's a cartoon. Oh, it's Spanish, apparently. Oh, hey. Then I shall watch it. David. You should. It's so cute. David the Gnome. And yeah, so so Professor Glimgoff, he uh he he waves you on past the dragon. Um, and uh he he uh points you uh, a little further away and he says Sorry about that, but we, uh, as you, uh, well, let's just say I, we're trying to make sure that we, the the village is protected. Uh, that's just a, a, a protection, cautionary measure, just a an abundance of caution. Oh, no, of it, it was beautiful, uh, honestly. Is there something, spec, you know, that extra that you need to be protected by? Is everything okay, Professor? From? And Professor Glimgoff looks looks gravely at you, Felix, and he says, "Well, perhaps it's best if you are. Uh, perhaps it's best if you you hear, you talk to your father, Felix." Uh. And then he pauses again, and he says, "I I need to stay here to uh, maintain the illusion. If I if I leave, then it it can no longer move. It needs a puppet master, so to say, to to give it that lifelike feeling." Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for the compliment. I, uh, I'm pretty proud of it, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you three should be careful. You should be very, very careful and stick together. Uh, uh, yes, um, yes. And he, he kind of just doesn't make eye contact with you, Felix. And he, he bids you farewell. And 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 he goes back towards uh, where he was hiding behind the rock before. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay, guys, let's get going. I um, I think it's best that we head straight for my my parents' house. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Thea is concerned. We're gonna head on down the road. As you travel down further into the valley, you start to see things you didn't notice before. Felix, this is all normal for you, but for Delithia and Princess Thea, it's exciting. You all find yourself on a small dirt path. You see small chimneys sticking out of the great grassy mounds of earth around you. Little colorful doors tucked into the rolling mountain valley pass. You wouldn't notice them if you didn't know they were there. They're very inconspicuous, but the further into town you get, the clearer you can see the village of Wonder Trundle for what it is. As you pass one earthen home, you see two little eyes peeking at you through a glass-paned window. A moment later, the little face is pulled away and the curtains are swiftly pulled shut. Hmm. As you move onward, the village continues to gradually... Oh, I already said this, but as you move onward, the village continues to gradually reveal itself to you. You now find yourself walking through what looks like farmland. There's nothing growing yet. It's still too early in the year, but you do see some scarecrows scattered about the fields. A flock of chickens struts about in the road. Trees dot the landscape. It's overcast now, a little bit chillier than when you started your journey. And you don't see a single soul outside, but you do see puffs of smoke coming from the chimneys. Further up ahead, you see what looks like a proper town square. There is a sign that reads in swirly gnome script, Wonder Trundle. If you lived here, you'd be home. Uh-huh. You also see a non-Earth contact building that looks as if it's actually been built to accommodate larger-sized being like yourselves. This, uh, there is a sign uh, over top of the inn and written in multiple languages. You see Fox and Fiddle Inn. And in the window of the inn, you see a rather large sign reading in all caps, Adventurers Wanted. Well... I guess, I mean, that's us. We're adventurers, yeah. Is that, should we go there? I mean, I know you wanted to see your um, dad, so, but. Oh, yeah, we'll go, we'll go here next. We'll circle back. <laughs> yeah, let's do that, because, um, uh, no offense, but I don't, I'm not entirely sure if we have beds big enough for you at my place, so you might mm -hmm. have to stay here. Um, depending on how long we stay. Ha! Uh, yeah, so. Well, I definitely so, uh, could use a good night's sleep. Felix? Yeah, you're looking a little dark around the eyes. You doing okay? I'm not feeling great. <clears throat> Are you sure? <laughs> I like cough and then into my handkerchief and then it's like in a show and I pull it away and there's blood and I'm like... <laughs> Delia! <laughs> <a> classic trope. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm... I'm um, can I pull out my, my, my healing potion thingy? Oh, I thought you got all your hit points no, back. What's going on? I did. I was just being dramatic. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still sleepy. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> Completely believed you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, then let's 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 keep let's keep moving, and um, we can come back here. Yeah, Felix. I just out of curiosity, are are gnomes? Do they generally stay kind of inside all the time and not come out and see the outdoors ever? N no, not really. Um, oh, okay. But I, I, I think there's um, there's something going on. Something, something's wrong, and yeah. um, we should we should get inside as soon as we can. So let's oh, keep going. Okay, 
And as you say that, Felix, uh, you see uh, there there's a little uh, a group of of people walking together, uh, coming uh, out of the inn actually. And uh, as they walk past you and your friends, you you see that they are staring at you, uh, and you catch some snippets of whispers in the wind. You hear them say, "Is is that Felix Feck? Oh, oh my gosh, it's Felix Feck. Are you are you sure? No, no, it can't be. Yes, it is. And who are those people with them? Are they adventurers? And uh, th- these people seem uh, a little bit too shy to approach you, but you can hear them talking about you as they pass by. Um. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's 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 head on. Let's head on. Okay. Let's do that. Are those are those your friends, Felix? Should we go say hello to them? Uh, you know, I I'd, I'd feel much more comfortable if we just got to my dad's house, uh, my my parents' house. Let's let's um. Uh, I, I feel like we're spending too much time outside right now. Let's let's just not. Okay. What, what, whatever whatever okay. makes you happy. We'll, we'll, we'll get- we can tell you we can tell you aren't close with them because they don't call you by your nickname like we do. Yep. We'll keep moving. That's true. Okay, let's go. So you walk further uh, away from the village square and closer towards the edge of town and the beginning of Felix's family's property. Um, Wonder Trundle is quite beautiful and scenic, and this would be a lovely little stroll towards Felix's if you didn't have a sort of sinking suspicion that something was wrong. Felix, you hear the familiar sound of goats bleeding as you approach, and before you know it, you're wading through them once more. <laughs> and as the goats, one by one, begin to realize who you are and to recognize one of their own in Ramsey, they actually swarm around you curiously. All right, all right. And like Felix is like like kind of pushing pushing them back, pushing them away, like giving giving a few of them some affectionate scratches behind the ears, and uh, he kind of wades through the goats to Ramsey, and um, he. He unbuckles like his saddle and takes everything off and just kind of throws it over his shoulders. And he's like, "Okay, just go, just go." Like, <laughs> and Ramsey <laughs> gleefully greets his uh, his long last compatriots, and uh, they all sort of just like start sniffing each other. I, I don't know if goats do that, but dogs do. So the goats all start <laughs> sniffing Ramsey and and bleeding at one another, and you can assume Ramsey is telling them all of the tales of his adventures. Aww. I'm also imagining the goats just like gushing blood at each other. I know, other. he's sounding like, like you're bleeding. bleeding. <laughs> oh no! The familiar sounds of goats bleeding. <laughs> bleeding. Bloodletting. He, he is gonna like cover cover her nose just like a little, like with one finger. Just gonna kind of put a finger oh. under her nose and go, Oh, wow. Yeah, I could. Uh huh. That's a, quite a oh. smell. Uh huh. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and like Felix is just like hugging another goat, just like. <laughs> Wait, you said these goats are in heat, right? They are bleeding. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, <laughs> ew! That was my joke for the day. So much. <laughs> and Ramsey goes off to uh to uh spawn some spawn. No, what is he gonna do? He's going to spoon some what, is, what is what is. <laughs> he goes off to find a lady goat to, to spend the night All with. Right. Well, at least somebody's getting some. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thea did not say that. I don't think she knows what that means. <laughs> um, and uh, as the goats 
sort of wander off. Uh, Felix, off in the distance, you see the outline of what you know to be your home. What does your house look like, Felix? Uh, so uh, Felix's house, it looks like uh, just just like there's a really simple, it, it's a hill and it's it's kind of covered in like clover and some soft grasses and everything there's a there's a couple of goats just kind of grazing on the roof of it um and honestly it just looks like a hill at first glance but as you look closer at it you see that there's a little like stump at the top that has some little wisps of smoke coming out of it and um when you notice that you start to notice windows and a door and uh, if you look a little to your left, you suddenly see that there's a small kitchen garden. Um, it, it's like as you get closer to the house and closer to the door, just it suddenly this this illusion just morphs into this this sweet little home. It still looks like a hill, but uh, it is uh, very much uh, a home. And in the background, you hear. <laughs> Definite penny whistles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yes, and it's it's your home, Felix, and it's right there. Uh, uh. Felix just kind of turns to to the ladies and says, "Welcome to the farm," and uh, scrapes his 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 boots on the the little like moss uh uh floor mat uh and uh kind of gets some of the the mud and dirt off his boots and then opens the door he is just how does felix seem i just rolled an insight check i got a 13 uh felix uh he seems slightly more relaxed than he was in town and a little excited also a little nervous um but it's kind of like when just a college kid brings their friends home for the holidays, he's just kind of like, here we are. <laughs> Brace yourselves for my family. <laughs> Felix. But he's excited. He is feeling pretty, pretty good. Felix, this place is perfect. Can I go? You. Like, is it, am I able to go in? You should be just duck. Um, okay. <laughs> the door is a little short, but it has, uh, and it, Felix is kind of explaining this as he goes through the door. Uh, this house has been passed down the St. Frumpter Rabble family for generations. And so it has mm. had some uh, refurbishing done, uh, especially since I kept growing. My mom had the foresight to raise the roofs a little bit. Um, and it's mostly like, it's like dirt inside like packed dirt like you know those cave homes mm -hmm. and stuff like that and this house is built into a house. yes it's like that so <laughs> and from inside the house Felix uh, you hear a woman's voice call Elsnick don't forget to leave your boots at the door I don't want you tracking mud in again Delilah uh, takes her shoes off yeah <laughs> Felix goes right for his shoes <laughs> Mom, I'm home. And inside the house, you hear a, <gasps> and the sound of like a dish, f like falling to the floor. Oh, crap. It just sounds <laughs> like things, something has been dropped. Mm. And then, and then the door is thrown open <laughs> and you all three see Tinkawa from St. From Rabble a short, slightly plump, and kindly-looking gnome woman. And she 
sets her eyes on you, Felix, her mouth agape, almost, almost as if she doesn't believe it. And immediately her hands go to your face and hold your face. And she says, Felix, is that you? Hi, mom. Sorry. Oh, my baby. (laughs) And she just like (laughs) grabs you around the neck and, and just like she, um, she, her, her, her face goes into your chest, Felix, because you are taller than your mother. Much and taller, she just much taller. starts <laughs> so hugging tall. you ferociously. Um, uh, and, and you can tell that she's crying and she says, oh, Felix, you're home. Oh, Felix. Oh, Elsnick, where? Elsnick, come. Fi- <laughs> and she just kind of falls into into sobs, happy crying. Oh, it's fine, mom. I'm OK. I'm here. I'm I'm sorry I didn't write her anything. Uh, I'm here. Stop crying. What did you break? <laughs> oh, oh, it was nothing. It was just the, oh, oh, forgive me. Oh, I'm sorry, Felix. Would you, uh, would you introduce me to your companions? And she's dabbing. She pulls a hanky out of her pocket and she's dabbing her eyes. <laughs> um, and she's, I'm so sorry to be so rude. Hello, my name is uh, Tinkawa. Tinkawa St. Promptorabble. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Wonder Trundle. Oh, Mom. This is Delalia of Aphonatoid, and this is Princess Thea of Highgard. So nice to meet you. (laughs) My friends. Honored to meet the mother of this magnificent man. Yeah, what what she said. Oh. Oh, you wait, you are from Aphonatoid and and a princess. Oh, my. Former. Oh, really? Not a a big deal. Not. You didn't officially get get unprincessed. You just. Left, but that's. Where are my manners? Please come in, come in. I'll, I'll get everybody some tea uh, and and oh, Felix, Felix, get the get the good china. Oh, please, 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 please don't trouble going, yourself I'm on going. our account. Yeah, we'll. I'll help. Let me show me where the china is, Felix. Um, <laughs> and she ushers you in. <laughs> and I will tell you, inside, uh, the best way to describe it, it's like you've just stepped into the burrow. Uh, you step into Felix's home and it is just the coziest place you've ever seen. There are home knitted blankets thrown over every surface. There are books and plenty of nooks and crannies. And on the wall, you see uh, you see uh, illustrations, or I should say like paintings of, of family members, some looking very, very old. Uh, you see uh, rugs on the floor, and Felix or Rebecca. If there's anything specific that you know is in this home, go ahead and throw it out there. Um, there's a very cozy uh, fireplace. Um, there's also a uh, wooden table with uh, like some kind of stump-ish looking chairs around it. They don't really have backs on them. Um, the table is definitely homemade, and uh, the kitchen is very open space. And um, it takes up a like a huge chunk of like like it's the kind of kitchen where like you would see on like uh, uh, like those cooking shows like where it's just big and open and like there's just a big island in the middle where a lot of the cooking is done and uh, yeah that's uh, that's a very lived in area so but it's very and warm actually, <laughs> and yes and as you as you walk in you see there is actually on the counter it looks like. Uh, there are various pots and bowls and dishes. Your mother has been at work preparing supper. 
And one thing that might catch your eye, everybody, you see that in one corner there is a bowl and it looks like there is a, some sort of automated mixer mixing the contents inside of it. How does that work? Is, th- is that magic? Oh, oh, this? Oh, no. Well, uh, in, in a way, uh, that Zimmer, um, uh, as Felix is... One, of course he's told you about Zimmer. Uh, Z- Zimmer, Zimmer uh, cooked that up for us. Uh, it was her It was her gift to me for uh, for a birthday. What is Christmas in this world? <laughs> it, Candle it was nights. For my birthday. Candle nights. <laughs> Candle nights. Winter tide. Winter tide. Uh, it was uh, it was her, her birthday gift for me uh, on my birthday oh, last year. From Isn't Zimmer. Wonderful? Yeah, Zimmer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Zimmer. Yes. Zimmer? Zimmer, come out here. Your brother is home. Oh, thank God. I just realized I hadn't told you guys like, anything about my family. Nope. I am so sorry. <laughs> nope. This is I, I could have sworn I mentioned I had a sister. Uh-huh. No. Just that huh. one dead guy. I- as, as you guys are having this conversation, uh, Tinkawa is just bustling herself about the kitchen. She already has teacups out that Delaney, I think you did help her reach them. They were on the top shelf. And uh, she is pouring you some hot piping tea. It looks like there are some biscuits that have been placed out. Honey, jam. Um, oh, would anybody, uh, you must, you must be hungry. Did you have you eaten yet? I have some stew on the, on the, on the, on the stove. That sounds fantastic. I mean. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Sure. Coming right up, and she she goes to work preparing some bowls of stew for you. Do we have to leave? Can we stay here forever? <laughs> I think this is where the god seat belongs. Okay, if you, uh, I will warn you, Thea, that if you do stay here, that means you have to help with the goats, and that includes cleaning out the stocks. Not- I mean, Zimmer would be more than happy to take that off your hands. It was my chore before. It's probably hers now. Oh, she's probably mad about that. How fast? I wonder <laughs> if she would be mad if she. Yeah. Did you just? Why did? Under what circumstances did you yeah, leave? What? I've been, What's going I've on? I've been saving up these questions to ask you because I thought I would get a chance Keeping before we got here. But then so many things kept happening in between the asking and the, and the getting here. And so I still have all these questions. And now we're here. And it feels a little rude to ask them now. But also, can you tell me about your life? The days and days of silent walking <laughs> we did to get here. <laughs> you guys didn't think to ask anything? should have said something. Like- I didn't feel like just prattling on about myself. Oh my gosh, I thought that would be know rude. About you and your life. Uh, Zimmer? Does she do like... Are you dead? <laughs> science? And Tinkawa sort of uh, uh, shakes her head in, and rolls her eyes a bit. And she says, that's our Zimmer. You know, Zimmer, she probably won't come out here of her own accord. Here, let me. I'll, I'll go get her. And I can go what, get her. Um, oh, oh, would you? I'll go would get you? her. <laughs> Felix gets up and just marches down the hallway, uh, the little dirt tunnel towards her her laboratory. Laboratory? Is there a laboratory in this house? <laughs> I hope dressed like Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um... um. Yeah, so uh, Felix goes down the hallway uh, and Tinkawa stays with you, Princess Thea and and Delalia, and she sets two bowls of soup down in front of you and she says, tell me, tell me all about yourselves. 
Um, and, and before you guys do, I'll give you a chance to think. Uh, we follow Felix as he goes down the hallway past pictures of older relatives. He sees actually there's a progressive uh, a lineup of, of like great, great, great grandpappy all the way down to great grandpappy and then his father. And then there's a picture of Felix right at the very end. <laughs> um. And Felix, you find yourself standing in front of a door with uh, with a sign on it that says, uh, keep out. And then another sign underneath says, um, <laughs> what do you think it would say? Keep out. Genius at work. That's it. <laughs> and, That's and you hear from behind it the kind of like, of somebody who's cursing under their breath. <laughs> uh, Felix is going to lightly knock on the door and open it up and just kind of creak it open just in case something goes boom. And uh, he's just like, hey, Gearhead, are you in here? And you can barely get the door open, Felix. You look down and this room is a mess. It is the messiest room. There are pieces of of. Uh, there are gears and screws and pieces of wood and bits of, of rock and paper and everything that you can imagine littered all over the floor. Oh, jeez. Um, but you wedge your way in uh, and you say that. And from over in the corner, you hear another bang and uh, uh, the sound of someone saying, That nabbit! Zimmer! Zimmer, are you in here? <laughs> like, And he's like kind of moving, kind of picking up stuff and moving it over. And as you uh, approach, uh, you see hunched over her workbench, uh, wearing some goggles, uh, holding a screwdriver in one hand uh, and working on something that looks rather large and square, your sister, Zimmer. Uh, As you approach, she lifts off her goggles and throws over her shoulder, Felix, I told you not to bother me when I'm working. And then there's a moment. And then she turns around and she says, Oh, hi, Felix. You're back. Is Zimmer <laughs> actually in Trapta? <gasps> <laughs> she is. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and she runs up ar- and she she throws her arms around you, Felix. And uh, Felix, Felix just gives her a big hug. And he's just like, Mom's been calling you for dinner. I'm gone for a year and you're still stuck in this room. I'm not finished yet. Are you ever? And she grins and she says, nope. <laughs> and uh, you see a little um, hedgehog crawls uh, out of her hair <laughs> and down onto her shoulder. And it, it goes, it, it waves at you. <laughs> Felix gives it a little like, like n- n- just pet on the nose. And uh, uh, he's a, uh, 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 hey Zimmer, uh, Dinner's ready, and um, I think you're gonna want to come out there. I have some uh, some interesting people. I think you would like to meet. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be out in uh, five minutes. I just need to fix something over here real quick. Uh huh. Yeah. It'll only take a sec. Uh, Felix just like kind of just grabs her and just like slings her under the arm and just starts walking out. <laughs> hey, Felix! Five minutes <sighs> is five weeks for you. I don't think so. Mom, I'll never hear the end of it from mom. 
<laughs> and you carry your sister into the dining room <laughs> where Tinkawa has been pressing Princess Thea and Delalia for uh, information about them, their lives. <laughs> And you guys can tell me whatever you think you told her in that period of time. So like I can know how caught up she is um, or not. I think Delalia was like, yeah, I trees and, you know, el- just elf stuff that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and Tinkawa just looks at you like. Oh, okay. Yes. That's wonderful. Yes, trees. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mom! <laughs> Thea just told her about, you know, growing up in a, a castle and now we don't do that anymore and we adventure with with Felix and Delalia and mm-hmm. Oh, you're adventurers. And her eyes widen with with uh, excitement and hope. Yeah, well, Felix is an adventurer, so we adventure with Felix. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Forgive me. I I, I haven't seen my son in almost a year, and I, I have not met him as Felix the adventurer oh, yet. Well, he's quite the adventurer. He saved my life more than yes, once. Yes, he's very... Mm-hmm. Not only fierce, really? but kind. Really? He did? Yep. Tell me more. My, my, our Felix. He saved your life. Lots of times. Yes. And, and you see her just welling with pride and more tears come to her eyes. And I think Felix, that's right about when you and Zimmer walk in. Yeah. I got her. (laughs) Like Felix just like plops Zimmer down in a chair. (laughs) Zimmer. This is Delalia and Thea. Hello. Nice to meet you, Zimmer. <laughs> nice to meet you. Felix said you were interesting. Explain. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why he would say I'm that. I'm an elf. I'm just like an elf or, you know. Uh, you shouldn't let your race define you. You're a full really person. Know. That's really nice. I appreciate you telling me that, yep. Delaylia. Honestly, I'm probably going to journal about it later. Uh, so Delalia is from a phonotoid, and uh, she's got a very special trick she does with one of her hands. And <laughs> is- oh no, 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 no! I wasn't gonna go there, and then Kelsey really? made a face. Oh, no! <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not like Zimmer that. Looks a little bit more interesting. <laughs> yes, girl. She's got a, a special power. It's it's not like t- stop it, Zimmer. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she didn't say anything. He's just yelling at her now. Uh, and uh, uh, Thea is a princess. Okay, I'm gonna go get food. <laughs> a magical princess. I mean, well, yeah, sort of. I was there was a thing. I I don't really princess very much anymore, but I do still magic. So you do magic more, yeah. yeah. Honestly, maybe the princessing was getting in the way of the magic. It's hard to say. I think that is probably accurate. The kingdom I come from doesn't really, they're not the biggest fans of magic. But yeah, so now we're on, we're a, on, now we're on a quest and um, we heard a roar. And so we came here and we met the fake dragon, which is absolutely incredible, by the way. I'm very interested to know that. how that happened. And now we're here. 
Oh, it's it's really simple, actually. It's just illusionary magic. What's your magic uh, school of preference? Uh, Ma- magic, magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, are you a? Uh, do you enchant? Um, conjuration magic, divination magic, necromancy. No. no. Yep. There's types of magic. There sure are. There's different. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. this might be great, Zimmer. You seem like you know a lot about this. Um, where I know she... a lot about a lot of things, to be fair. Okay. And then she like just like eats a big bite of soup. Then you might be able to help me with some issues as well. But uh, Thea comes from a place where magic is outlawed, and the only reason she knows she is able to do it is because it bursts out of her intermittently. Well, I mean, used to. I've, I've got a used little to. Little more of you control it very well. Yep. My mentor, who is. See, I wouldn't say that I'm from Odphonid Hoid, like I am, but I mostly am from the forest, Mayril. <laughs> so I, my teacher there also helped teach Thea how to control her magic. They did. They taught me lots of things. Well, that's important. An uncontrollable magic surge is, is probably more dangerous than an intentional attack. Have you heard about these uncontrollable magic surges? Wait, this happens to other people? Mm, one thing that I've seen firsthand, but everybody needs to learn how to control their magic. And then Zimmer kind of looks at Felix for a second and then looks away and eats a roll. Oh. So, I was not listening. I was not listening. I'm so sorry. Uh, she just got in a sick burn. You just got burned sickly. Um, she said that everybody you know needs about to know how to control their magic. And then she control looked, their magic. looked away. We just got some insight. Ouch. Um, she didn't look maliciously. I'll say that. It was more like she looked and then she looked away kind of like. Oh, maybe Felix just doesn't have magic and it's sad. Um, um, you're getting more. So, you're getting more of that vibe okay. than like a pointed like. Yeah, you you're never getting more did. of like, a, oops, I shouldn't have said that vibe. Uh, hey, mom, when uh, uh, when's dad getting back in from the field? And just as you say that, uh, the door opens and you hear a low, manly voice saying, I really want to give him an accent. I know that makes no sense, but I want him to be like, oh, I just got the... You can the, go the for it. ...from the field. Go for I don't, it. He's Scottish. I don't think he's Scottish. I don't know if I can... No. Um, can, uh, can you maintain it? <laughs> yeah. No. Tis the question. Uh, well, I finally found that slippery goat. She will not be escaping this time, says a voice as the door opens. And then two eyes, new eyes, are staring at everybody in this room. That was a dumb thing to say. Uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the door opens. So we know he has the door- two eyes. Right down. <laughs> the door opens and in walks your father, Felix. Elsnick Saint from Tarapple. Elsnick is a weathered, aging shepherd gnome with an impressive beard and a sharp eye. He uh, takes in the room and is silent. And the room actually is pretty silent. Tinkawa and uh, Tinkawa looks at Elsnick a little nervously, and Zimmer is just like eating a roll as if nothing has happened. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> home right welcome back and he goes to get some stew 
Uh, so I ran into uh, Glimgloth on my way in, uh, the professor. Um, and mm. uh, he mentioned that I might need to talk to you about uh, with something going on in town. Um, is it? Uh, and uh, Felix uh, kind of gets up to go talk to his dad. He's like, is it happening again? Wait, is what's going on, Dad? And as he's spooning out some stew for himself, Tinkawa uh, goes uh, gives you guys some space, and she goes to sit by Delalia um, and sort of uh, uh, busies herself by just kind of adjusting everything on the table so that it's a little bit straighter. Uh, and then she says, oh, let me get you some more butter to Delalia, even though Delalia doesn't even have like probably butter in front of her. And so she just kind of finds things to do. And Zimmer's just chomping away nonchalantly. Uh, your father, though, Felix, as he is, um, as your father is dishing out some stew for himself, he he nods his head and he says, yes, it's happening again. Being where Wonder Trundle is so close to uh, the Beastlands, uh, sometimes things can come over from that side, and usually they don't even see Wonder Trundle. They'll just just pass on by and not even know that there's a city here. But every once in a while, something gets through. What kind of something? It ranges. Sometimes they're small, sometimes not. Um, I assume they're beasts. It, yes. Um, or monsters. We call it the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker? What? That's a kind of a scary name. Um... What does it do, other than stalk by night, I assume, from the name? Or does it stalk knights? I mean, uh, Elsnick goes to sit at the, at the head of the table and <laughs> sighs a little bit as he, as he falls into his chair. Uh, Tinkawa has started nervously fiddling with her, her napkin, um, looking down at the table. Um, and Elstick starts to eat without directly answering you, Delavia. Uh, but then Zimmer pipes up and she says, after swallowing her food, Zimmer says, the Night Stalker is known to steal children from their beds in the night. That's awful. Wait, have... What other details do you have about this creature? A glimmer once... Glimmer, oh my gosh. <laughs> Zimmer... <laughs> Z Sorry. Zimmer once again glances at Felix, but then says, well, so far what we know is that you shouldn't go out at night by yourself. That's just common sense. But even if you're home in your bed, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're safe. Is And it only stalks children. I don't know if I said that part. And mm -hmm. Zimmer takes another big bite of a roll, but she seems to be a little more somber now. Does it do they ever find evidence of the children afterward? Only once, says Elsnick. And? 
and everyone seems to be kind of avoiding eyes with uh, eye, eye contact with Felix right now. All of his family members. Oh shit! But that wasn't Delilia. So Delilia says, <laughs> "And last year, we faced this same problem. It hadn't happened to Wonder Trundle in a long while. But last year, there was another attack, another." kidnapping, but whatever you want to call it. Reinhold took care of it. Or so we thought. Wait, is it the same th- The beast thing? is back. It's the same... It can't be back. Reinhold killed it, Dad. Well, then you tell me, son. What happened to Pipsquick Fiddlefair? Listeners, this is your DM, Emma Carter. I'd like to take a moment to thank you, the listeners, for pressing play. In the second half of this episode, you'll be meeting two new NPCs who are named after listeners who shared the podcast, Sean Pierre and Yvonne. Thank you both for listening and sharing and being a part of our online community. If anyone else out there wants to become a part of our fantastical Spellbound universe, all you got to do is share this podcast on social media. And if you tag us at the spell pod or hashtag the spell pod in your post, I'll put your name on my NPC naming list. So gently caress that share button. And if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the spell pod. And before we get back to our heroes, here is a special snippet from another podcast. Hey, I'm Rue. I'm Jessie, and we're the co-hosts of the podcast. Supposedly. Each week we tell our audience and each other about true crime, paranormal, and mystery stories that we can't believe happened. But supposedly, they're all true. For example, the murder of Grace Brown, the White Lady of the Lake. The Dyatlov Pass Incident. Heaven's Gate Cult. The Squonk, the saddest cryptid you've never heard of. Prince of Pirates, Sam Bellamy. Supposedly comes out on Tuesdays, wherever you like to listen. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at SupposedlyPod. We gotta say, it gets a little hectic recording from two haunted houses on different continents. But we can't wait for you to join us on the ride on... Supposedly! All right. Now let's get back to our heroes. Well, then you tell me, son, what happened to Pipsquick Fiddlefair? <laughs> no laughing! <laughs> I, I... I... Maybe it's just another one. Reinhold, he... He said he killed it. He wouldn't have taken the reward if he didn't. <gasps> maybe it is another one. Maybe it's the same one. We don't know. All we know is... There's something out there. Something dark. Ha- has anyone seen the, the Night Stalker? 
Tinkawa pipes up now and she says, Only, only one uh, child has ever seen the creature and lived to tell the tale. Well, one child and... And again, she avoids looking at Felix. If Felix Look, was taken by this thing, is that what we're saying? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> That's... I know, but he was once, right? Yeah, but not last year. <laughs> yeah. Spill the deets. Was Pipsqueak... Gnomes grow up really fast. <laughs> All of a sudden. Um, <laughs> does Was this uh, unfortunate Pipsqueak uh, a recent victim? Oh, yes. Um, Pipsqueak was taken not more than uh, four days ago. Okay, well, we could still save him. That's that's not uh, very likely. Okay, but give us the details, Felix. You're clearly being weird and holding stuff back. It's time. I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't know anything about this creature. I don't know what it looks like. And, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> let's not, uh, Felix, you didn't tell them. You know, Zimmer, it never came up. Uh, I mean, and we've been it fighting does, a lot it, of unimaginable evil, so this could be helpful to learn more about it before we go after it and save the town, which obviously we're going to do. Right. There's an uncomfortable tension at the at the dinner table, and Tinkawa says, "Let me get us some more bread," even though there's <laughs> like a basket full of bread. But she gets up and she gets more bread. Do you want to talk about this with us? In private? Are you okay? You seem really stressed out, and that, I, you know, I don't want you to be. But I do think it is important that we learn what's going on here, since we do tend to end up running into the scary things. And I think you know more than you're telling us, which isn't like you, and it's making me kind of nervous. So can I help? Yes, maybe we should go get our room and we can have a discussion then. That sounds good. Uh, just, just, um, let's do that. Uh, let's, let's get you guys some rooms. Um, I'm going to take them back into town, mom and dad, and, um, uh, get them some rooms there. And, um, I'll be home tonight. I promise. Thank you so much, Mr. and Mrs. St. Frumpter Apple. And Zimmer. <laughs> oh, uh, thank, thank you, thank you. No, please, here, take some, take some. Let me, let me make you some, uh, some doggy bags for the road. That would be excellent. Uh, thank you. And Tinkawa busies herself with creating some food for you. Uh, Zimmer stands up, holding a roll in each hand, and she says, "I'm probably going to get back to the lab, um, but if you want to talk, I'm, I'll be there." I do have oh. another question before you go. Have you identified any other patterns with this creature? Um, well, honestly, I don't know what... I, I'm not someone with first-hand knowledge. You might want to talk to Yvonne or uh, maybe the, the innkeeper. 
Okay. And Felix, do you think he'll have some additional information? Yeah. Oh, hey, before you go, and Zimmer uh, turns, runs back to her lab real quick, and you hear a big, like, shift of, like, boxes falling and things being, like, metal being pushed aside and, like, things being, maybe, like, the sound of, like, a hammer and a saw for a second. <laughs> and then she she runs back, and she's holding a little box with what looks like some kind of big circular attachment. Um, and there's another little circle at the center of the box. And she lifts it up to her face, and she says, smile, and presses a button. And then all of a sudden, there's a blinding flash of light. <laughs> And you guys like see stars for a second and make funny faces. And then you hear a and a little piece of uh, parchment comes out of the bottom of the box and a Zimmer takes it out and shakes it for no reason Mm -hmm. just because it feels like the right thing to do. Um, And she says, uh, aha! And on the little piece of paper, you see uh, a spitting image, just in black and white, uh, of you three <laughs> posing awkwardly, unprepared for the picture that was just taken. What? I love it. Is that, is that a... What is that? I call it a click and flash. The best thing about the click and flash is you'll always know what's real because the click and flash doesn't lie. Zimmer. You're amazing and confusing. Wow. And like like Felix you. is like blinking the spots out of his eyes. <laughs> Very impressive. Uh, Lauren, say, say goodbye to Zimmer. And Lauren hasn't been out yet. And Lauren comes out and Zimmer goes, oh, and she like zones in on your boobs, Delalia. Mm-hmm. But she's not looking at your boobs. Sure. She's looking at Lauren and she says, Oh my God. <laughs> there little guy would you like to meet thistle and she pulls out her hedgehog and thistle and lauren sniff each other's noses and it's really cute and this is my familiar thistle oh this is my familiar (laughs) oh this is Um, my rabbit rabbit Wait, what has Dashing been doing this whole time did Dashing get me food i was feeding him a little bit i just imagine he's in your thing like this I was feeding him while I was eating my soup. I would spoon a little bit to him. He's good. Uh, hello. Thank you for remembering me finally. Hi, I'm the prince. Of bunny rabbits. He got enchanted to talk like that. It's so funny and cute. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Zimmer, Zimmer, a roll, uh, Zimmer turns a crank on the side of her click and flush and she presses the button again and there's another flash and dashing is just like seeing stars. Honestly, probably the best thing that could have happened. And a little fascinating. Well, thank you. It was lovely to meet you. I'll be in my laboratory. Don't bother me. Unless you want to. Bye. Bye. And she, she, she kicks her heels together and suddenly some wheels pop up from her feet from her shoes and she zooms away. She has wheelies on. Heelies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Zimmer zooms. Zimmer zooms. Zimmer zooms away. That's the new thing. Magnus rushes in, Zimmer zooms (laughs) away.
We left. I, so you guys, yes, you left okay. and you headed back towards the village. And I will say now it is getting dark outside. Didn't I feel like okay. Zimmer said something about not being out after dark? <clears throat> yeah. Um, <sighs> we don't really have. No, we should. It's like it's like it's like dusk. It's not like dark, dark. But, but it's I, getting. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want to send you back here in the dark, Felix. But we well, need information. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get to the tavern and get a seat. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, let's let's go this way. Um, and can I take them in that direction that we spoke of? Yes. Okay. So, um. Felix uh, starts heading back towards town, but uh, rather than taking the road, he kind of veers off into more of the grassy area, and uh, he walks a little further in where, like, you can see in the distance there is another farm, like, just a little further away, Um, and there's, uh, like, some cows in the distance. Um, They're actually, there's this breed of cow that's, like, miniature. Did you know that? Uh, but it is that breed of cow. Yeah, there is like miniature cows out there. I had no idea. Um, so Felix walks you guys over closer towards the border between the two farms. And, um, there, there is a little, um, uh, like surrounded by like all of these like wildflowers and everything like that. There is, uh, there are some rocks, but there is, uh, one particular stone that looks very purposefully placed and more shaped than the other rocks. And it is, uh, uh, a, it's a tombstone. And, uh, Felix says, I, oof. uh, I would like to introduce you to Myra. Myra was, my friend. She's my only friend. And uh, she was... She was my truth. Um, the, the other year, children and animals, livestock, started going missing. Uh, at first we thought maybe it was just a wild animal, but then it started getting worse, and the village panicked we locked down and and it's it was my idea um the council had offered a huge reward for money uh, for 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 uh killing whatever this beast was, for some adventurers to come and slay the beast and uh, and save the town. And there was a huge reward. And I convinced Myra that between the two of us, we could handle it. And with that money, we could... We could finally start our life together of seeing the world and adventuring like we always dreamed we would. And so... One night, I bought a iron sword, and we went out into the woods to find it. But uh, it found us, and we weren't we weren't ready. No one could be ready for whatever 
that thing was. Uh, it, um, it came towards us. I don't remember much past that, but by the time I woke up, it was gone. And so was Myra. Uh, shortly after that is when, uh, Reinhold showed up the next day and he, uh, and he slew it. (laughs) And then he was gone. Reinhold? Reinhold. And I went, I I grabbed Ramsey and I went after him. I didn't even stay for the funeral. I, I couldn't. And uh, I begged him to, to, to train me and to, to teach me how to, how to be a hero and to be an adventurer. And I haven't been home since. I don't know why I'm still alive. I really don't. I some days just really wish I wasn't. It's a lot harder without her. So, uh, that's, that's that. Um, Thea's gonna walk up and just hug Felix. I miss her. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. It's a, uh, it's a lot harder without her. She was, she was everything. I'm so sorry, Felix. I'm sorry if I get strict on you guys. It's just I can't do that again. I mean, that makes sense. I can't begin to imagine what that must feel like. Like something's missing. We'll make this up. We'll fix this. You see that around the gravesite, there are multiple uh, bouquets of flowers that have been, that have been laid here. All very fancy looking, actually all very pristine, very elegant, very expensive looking flowers. And the, the gravestone itself is polished. It's very clean. Um, it looks to be very well made. Seems like she was very well loved. Everyone. Everyone loved her. <laughs> she had so much potential. She, she, her magic was incredible. Thea, you would have loved her. She, she could have taught you so much. She was Miles ahead of everyone in the studies. I don't even know why she would waste her time with someone like me. Are you kidding me? You're incredible, Felix. Yeah. Felix, you see uh, something scurry across the tombstone and then suddenly sitting on top of it as a little weasel looking up at you. <laughs> hey. Who is this? Balaman. 
Uh, yeah, this is this is Bay uh, Bailaman. He is was uh, Myra's uh, familiar, um, her companion. Oh, I'm surprised to see you still kicking. <laughs> and it it uh, Bay Bay uh, sort of scurries down the tombstone and scurries up your leg, Felix, and comes to rest on your <laughs> around your shoulder like a like a little scarf. And it nuzzles your neck. And- Myra always, Myra always said you were resilient. I just had no idea that much. Uh, and like Felix is like cuddling him and giving him some scratches and everything. If, if and weasels could purr, he'd be purring. <laughs> um, we should, we should, we should. It's getting dark. We should get you guys okay. to the end. Bay, will you come um, with us? And he just kind of, yeah. That's a weasel for yes. Okay. Okay. And. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, Felix heads on back towards the road. After after uh, uh, he uh, kind of walks around and just gathers like a little bouquet of uh, wildflowers and just leaves them at the gravestone and just kind of puts his hand on top of it for a second before walking away. And you somberly walk up towards the inn in the village square. Uh, it's getting darker again. Now, it's even darker than it was before, uh, but the Fox and Fiddle Inn is bright inside. There seems to be a fire roaring. Uh, Do you head straight to the inn and go inside? Yeah. Yep, yep. So you enter the inn, and it's rather nice. Uh, Like I said before, it seems to have been built with all, all creatures in mind. It's bigger than all of the other buildings in Wonder Trundle with tables and chairs of various sizes you see uh, a very simple menu upon the uh, wall but it also has been written in multiple languages um, there are some paintings uh, decorating the walls of uh, various adventures Felix maybe these are people who visited Wonder Trundle before maybe these are just paintings that they made up to make the inn look a little bit more grand um, and you see <laughs> that there are tables of people huddled together, talking quietly. It's not quite bustling. I, I wouldn't say that it's a jovial inn. The mood is a little bit somber. So when you walk in, it, you sort of match the tone of the room. But people are, are eating together in, in little groups. And they all turn to stare and whisper as you as you walk in and walk by. Uh... Uh, Felix heads on up to the uh, the bartender. And Felix, you see the uh, bartender slash innkeeper, Pierre Fiddlefair. Pierre, named for our listener who shared the podcast. Thank you. Uh, you see Pierre Fiddlefair, and he is a, an older an older gentleman with little little glasses, silver hair down to his shoulders, um, but he looks good for his age. And he, he says, without really looking at you too closely, he says, what can I do for you today? Uh, oh, Felix. W- welcome back. Hi. Yeah, hey, how you doing, Fiddlefair? It's been a while. Yes, it it has been a while. Uh, can I get you and your companions any anything to drink or eat to this evening? Uh... I need two rooms oh, for. Thea, do you uh, want to share a double? One. Oh, or do you want to be separate? 
No, that's I. I don't care. Sure, let's let's go ahead and share one. And Felix, you should stay here too. You shouldn't go back out after dark. How dark is it outside? It's like the sun is is just barely like like still visible. It's gonna be pitch dark. I can walk in the you next back. Half hour. Uh, you know, I'll just stay here. I think my family will understand that. Oh, I need to find a way to get a message to them. My mom's gonna freak out. No. Got a little uh, thing. Um, weasel. Oh, oh. Balaman. Uh, he he wasn't really mind. I can't really force him to do anything he doesn't want to. Um, he, he looks at you, Felix. Uh, and he does the animal. He does the animal thing where he's like the tilt, tilt like, his tilt, head, tilt his head to one side. <laughs> I, I can't really speak cute. with animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, uh, oh, I was about okay, to. You can. You can. Oh, I can. Yeah, uh, speak with small beasts. Um, and. Uh, uh, Felix casts uh, speak with small beasts and uh, he uh, he like just kind of like oh, holds Bailman like eye level. He says, Bay, do you know how to get back to my farm safely? Uh, I'm not going to like do an accent or anything, but Bay, Bay says yes. OK, um, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to need you to take it into my house and get it to my mom if you can. Can you do that for me? Bay- Bray says bay? yes enthusiastically, and you can tell he's probably imagining that your mom will give him a, a hefty food reward for this. Oh, she probably will. Uh, so, will you ask weasel. him to come back when he's done? Uh, sure, I can. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Bay, can you come back when you're yes. done? When mom's done feeding you, he says yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. And so uh, Felix takes out like just a little parchment of paper and just kind of writes staying at the end mom I'm fine don't worry uh be safe lock the doors and windows and he Felix like rolls it up into a tiny little scroll and um uh uh oh how am I gonna have to carry this I guess just put it in his mouth <laughs> he chomps down on it <laughs> and then like Felix just opens the door and lets him run out and he he trots off into the darkness. Be careful. Oh, he was always so well trained. So does the inn have some okay. nice, cozy, hobbit-sized rooms? <laughs> well, uh, we we do have uh, nice and cozy rooms uh, for for beings of all sizes. <laughs> that was Lydia. That was a theme. Mind what you say <laughs> into the microphone, dearie. Just <laughs> <laughs> the DM will use it against you. Uh, yes, there are some. Yes, thank you, Lydia. Thank you for that. Um, uh, yes, I, I can, I can, I can happily uh, give you a, a double room for tonight. Are, are you, are you uh, friends' uh, adventures by chance, Felix? Yes, actually, they are. Um, uh, have uh. So I was talking to my dad a little bit about this, but do you have any insight into what's going on with this Night Stalker thing? You say Night Stalker and the room goes deathly quiet and you can feel that all eyes are on you, Felix. And uh, Mm -hmm. Pierre looks at you mournfully, Felix, and he sighs and it seems like his whole being is just being pulled to the floor by gravity. And he says, well, yes, I, I... I can tell you what you need to know, Felix. Pip Pipsquick was his child. Yeah. 
fiddle fair. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry for your loss. I... I can't imagine. He's How I long has, you... has your son been gone? Well, uh, my son... <clears throat> and he kind of chokes up a little bit. He says it was about four, four, four days ago that... that Pipsquick disappeared. Was he in the was he in the house or was he out playing in the field? It was nighttime and he I tucked him into bed myself and I told him to stay stay inside and I locked the door and in the morning he was gone. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, how how is this thing getting Fiddle Fair, your family's your charms are, are impeccable. How could how could uh, how could anything see through that? I don't like, know, Felix. I don't know. We will do everything in our power to find Pipsquick and and bring him home. You you will. And he he brightens up a little bit and he says, "You'll slay the beast, then, will you?" That's, I mean, that's the plan. That's kind of what we do. <laughs> I mean, it has been for the past week. <laughs> a little chorus of gasps erupt throughout the inn. And and everyone looks a little bit more hopeful. And you hear someone say, They're adventurers! And someone else say, They're gonna slay the beast! People of Wonder Trundle, we need any... They're all attentive. We need any information you can give us about this beast. We understand that it is malicious and scary and that there is a lot that you don't know but anything could help um it it might be that it that it takes one of us with it but we will do everything we can to protect you from it and you hear some some sort of some cheers erupt from the from the crowd there's some claps and some people say here here and uh let's see i've been hearing strange noises at night and then someone else says, like crying in the night. And then another person says, no, no, it's not crying, it's growling. And then another person says, I saw spirits, so I did. I saw them out in the fields. And then another person, uh, they just start like chorusing over each other. Some of them seem to contradict each other. Um, and then someone says, says, if you can get Yvonne to talk, she should know what, what what's up. Where's Yvonne, Yvonne, we heard her name earlier. Yeah. Who, who is Yvonne? And the crowd goes silent again and heads turn to stare at one particular table off in the corner where three gnomes sit. And Felix, you recognize... You recognize... She's a kid. Mr. and Mrs. Thistlewright and their daughter, Yvonarella Thistlewright. Yvonne is also one of our listeners who shared the podcast. Thank you, Yvonne. Um... And you know, Felix, that when you and um, Miranita were going to slay this beast, um, Yvonne is actually one of the only gnomes other than yourself who has ever encountered this creature and lived to tell the tale. Um, and that was a year ago. And that was, uh, I don't even know necessarily if you talked to Yvonne after the encounter but she was one of the people that you were trying to rescue or that you presumed might have been already lost. Uh -huh. So maybe you don't know that she's still alive. 
Actually, no, he didn't. Uh, yeah, no, he just, he, he took what he could home and stayed there until like, and stayed in town until Reinhold came. And then he just, he took off with Reinhold. Like, didn't even pack a bag. <laughs> so, yeah, Yvonne is sitting there in between her parents who look a little uncomfortable with everybody staring at them. But they look down at their daughter who uh, is just staring into her into her uh, stew. Yvonne, you're alive. And, like, Felix like, kind of rushes over to the table. I, 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 I didn't even... Did Reinhold save you? Uh, Yvonne doesn't look up at you, Felix. She just looks down at her stew and her parents look to one another and they say, Oh, Felix, it's so nice to see you. Uh, we we found Yvonne. Uh, yes, Reinhold did. He did save her. Thank the gods. Um, she was in the forest by herself. Uh, Yvonne? And they look at Yvonne, but she she doesn't say anything. And uh, Mr. Thistle, Thistle Wright, uh, adds, she hasn't said a word since we found her. That was almost a year ago. Yvonne. Yvonne, can you look at me? And like Felix sits down at the table. Make a persuasion check. 13. Okay. Uh, Yvonne tentatively looks up at you, Felix. Yvonne, do you remember me? Felix Feck, do you remember? She nods her head ever so slightly, yes. Yvonne, I know what you saw out there was scary, okay? Like, me out of everybody knows how terrifying that situation was. But I need you to help me, okay? I need you to help this town. If there's anything you know about this creature, please, you have to tell us before anyone else gets hurt. You don't want... You don't want Pip to be alone out there like you were, right? You want to help him, don't you? And Yvonne um, glances back down, and then you can kind of see her cheeks getting red. Um, and she she looks really uncomfortable being put on the spot in front of everybody like this, and she just kind of squirms uncomfortably in her seat and looks down at the table. Is is there somewhere more private we could talk? Uh, Felix asks her parents. Oh, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea, Felix Feck. Uh, she doesn't like to talk about what happened. And uh, Mr. Thistlewright again pipes up and he says, her, her brother didn't make it, Felix. We found Yvonne, but we never found our son. Were they taken at the same time? Yes. They disappeared on the same night. I don't know how Yvonne escaped. She never has told us. We found her wandering in the woods by herself. Can I ask, is, is, this is Lydia asking, is like the whole tavern still listening in on this conversation? Yeah. Okay. Thea's gonna cast um, a thing because nobody wants to talk when everybody's listening to him. Um, she's gonna cast um, prestidigitation and like prestidigitate like the sound of like 
soothing music so that people like hopefully will get distracted and talk about that instead. <laughs> and you do, Princess Thea, and people start to look around like, what? Who who did that? Who was that you? Did you do that? Everyone's trying to figure out who cast the music spell. <laughs> so they are distracted for a moment. Um, Yvonne still looks a little uncomfortable. I think Felix, you were uh, on the right track to ask her to speak privately. She doesn't seem comfortable talking in front of the whole crowd, but her parents still seem a little apprehensive. Do you want to roll persuasion to convince them? Would you yeah. all mind stepping into our rooms that we have rented for the night? Maybe it would be a little bit more comfortable there. You can you can roll persuasion with advantage since Delalia is helping you out, Felix. Yay! Thank you, Delilia. Okay. So, a 12. A 12. Not horrible. <laughs> they still look unsure, um, but I think I think Miss Thistlewright, uh, she looks hesitant, um, but Mr. Thistlewright says, if it can help Pipsquick, it might be worth a shot. And it could make all of the difference. And Mrs. Thistlewright looks at you, Felix, and you see tears in her eyes, and she nods her head faintly and says oh, okay but just just for a little while and then and then we're going home and they agree to follow you to your room for a conversation with Yvonne Will our heroes coax Yvonne into sharing her story? Will they save Pipsquick Fiddlefair and vanquish the Night Stalker? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out next time on Spellbound. Songs in this episode include Spellbound and Spellbound Part 2 by Vinsvept of Bandcamp.com Investigations Decline Cattails Cheesy Akhalad Chide and Pippin the Hunchback and At Rest by Kevin McLeod of incomptech.filmmusic.io. All sound effects from zapsplat.com. Until next time. And as you are uh, approaching Wonder Trundle, uh, you up ahead, you hear a loud. <laughs> Take up two. Up ahead. Alert. I was trying to say large. A large. <laughs> you hear a large. 